discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Wow. Wow. Oh, you have a wonderful bishop. You know, when he was going, when he was being formed, I'm sure God took his special time to craft him specially in a different way. Maybe you don't know. So I have to tell you. Or I have to remind you. Bishop, you are a blessed man. You are a special man of God. Amen. Now he said, I said, you can go. No. His approach made it in a way that I couldn't say, don't go. He was not compelling me to do so. But then when you listen to him and you see God in what he was saying, and you are a genuine man of God, willing to obey God, you have no choice. Amen? Amen. And I'm very proud today for your obedience. When, when, when you see a man who is walking with God and is pursuing God's will, buy yourself a portion. Get attached. Get involved with him. <laughs> because, look, God is in heaven, but he uses men. So he will choose a man. And if you see that this is a choice of God or God has chosen him then what? Connect. Amen? Amen. In a good church. I say you're in a good church. A church that is full of blessing. Because your pastor is a blessed pastor. Your man of God is a blessed man of God. Heavily anointed. He's a, he's, let me use it this way. Don't bother about my English. He's a beautiful man of God. With a, with, with, a, with a beautiful anointing. Yes. With a beautiful church. Yes. Beautiful people. Yes. Somebody shout amen. amen. So Bishop, I'm glad for the honor done me. I'm very, very grateful to God. I have been telling him that one thing, I, I, I made a request to him. I said, one thing I want from you, keep the humility. Keep it. Because this church 
is a big church a mega church amen? amen where you are going you yourself you may not know it fully but god is taking you somewhere because this man of god has a calling on his life that's why i said when he was being created god took his time and crafted him in a way because of the assignment amen, amen. i don't think i've seen you angry before <laughs> by the grace of god you are too much hallelujah let's appreciate him with a clap of faith So, please, you may be seated. I'm very grateful to God to be here today. And I'm happy and blessed to be sharing God's word with you this morning. Amen. In your work with God, one of the things you should not take for granted is when you are given instructions or you are instructed because <laughs> when you are instructed you may not fully understand the instruction but yours is to just obey amen just obey because hidden in your in the instruction given to you is your future you are desiring of but it's presented to you in a disguised form and it comes like it's an instruction. But then the aim God has at the time of instructing you is to get your desires come to pass. Is to bring you to the place of manifestation. Hallelujah. If you always want to understand the instructions you are giving, I, I, can, I can bet you, you may not do what you are expected to be doing. So take the instruction, obey it, obey to the full and you will see the blessing of God over your life. Amen. Good. So this morning I'm going to be sharing with us very briefly the blessing of abiding. The blessing of abiding. John chapter 15. And I believe that this word is going to bless somebody. I believe that God gave me this word so somebody will hear it and would catapult you to the next level that God had in store for you. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody say, I'm blessed already. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm preaching out of excitement, so allow me. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> Glory to God. And so he said, this is Jesus speaking. And Jesus would normally, in his presentation, presenting the word of God, he would normally use physical things that we know to put across a spiritual truth so this one of the occasion when jesus uh, did justice to the way he goes about preaching god's word 
Now he said, I am the true vine. In other words, there are other vines that are not true. He said, I, Jesus. We call him Jesus, but he, when he was talking about himself, he said, look, I'm like the vine. What is a vine? A vine, just like we have the fig tree, we also have a tree that is called the, the vine. It's, it's, it's a kind of fruit. Amen? Jesus said, I am the vine. And my father is the husbandman. The husbandman means the owner. Or other version says the dresser. Verse 2. Every branch in me, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Who will take it away? The owner. And every branch that beareth fruit, he pruneth. Amen? That it may bring, bring forth more fruit. Verse 3. Now ye are clean through the word which had been spoken unto you. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor you can be clean. How do I get clean? If you want to wash your clothes, you go get detergent. Is that not the case? But if you, as a person, wants to be clean, you go to the word of God. You hear the word. You see, the word of God, one day I was in a meeting, and I saw that angels had come into the meeting, and they have brought detergent and sponge. (laughs) Somebody shout amen. And that is the responsibility of the word. The word cleanses. The word purges. So Jesus in presenting his word at a Sunday like this when he was talking he said look all of you here today I declare you clean because what? You have heard the word. And this morning as you are hearing the word you are getting cleaner and cleaner in Jesus name. He said now are you clean through the word which was spoken unto you. Next verse. Let's go quickly. Abide in me. And this is where we are going to draw from the title of today's presentation. It says, Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine. Who is the vine? Who is the vine? Okay. So he said, Except ye abide in Jesus, ye no more can ye except ye abide in the vine. Next verse. I am the vine, ye are the branches. So, Jesus is the vine. Then he's saying believers are what? The branches. So, who are you? Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, we are the branch. Look at another person say, I am the branch. Hallelujah. I love this. I'm a branch. I'm a branch. I'm a branch of what? The vine. I'm connected to the vine. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So you look, even people who are related to the president of Ghana, if you see how they conduct themselves you will know they don't have to tell you you will know that it's connected to presidency but in your case 
in your case, I say in your case, you are connected to the true vine. Oh, come on, somebody shout amen. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without the, without the vine, the branches can do nothing. Is that not so? Yeah. Is that not so? Yeah. Next verse. If a man abide not in me, he is cut forth and as a branch and is is what with it and men gather them and cast them into fire and they are bent next verse if ye abide in me and my words abide in you ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you next verse herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall shall ye be my disciples next verse as the father had loved me so have i loved you continue ye in my love 10 if ye keep my commandments ye shall abide in my love amen so here this scripture is talking this particular verse is talking about how you can gain god's love god loves all of us but there is a way you can attract god to the extra mile and he says that it comes by you keeping the commandment or obeying he says if ye keep my commandments ye shall abide in my what love even as i have kept my father's commandment and abide in his what love now let me pause here let's 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 take it from here praise the lord now, when you read from verse 4 up to verse 10 you see the word mentioned abide abide had been mentioned almost to about eight times now any time you are reading the bible and you see a word written once twice by the third time you must begin to look at it more closely because it's a message in it hallelujah and so you see that he says abide 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 look at your neighbor tell your neighbor we are called to abide 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 oh glory thank you jesus amen Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, it is a call. A call to abide. Amen. Now, I realize that for most often, when God wants to get something done for you, he comes with an instruction. And when you are instructed, God does not owe you explanation. He is to tell you that do this and he, he possibly may not tell you the blessing thereof. 
But you as a child of God, all you need to do is to walk in the instruction that is given you. And when you do that, then later on, you are going to realize that, oh, so this is why God said, Hallelujah. This is why God said, I should do this. This is why God said, go left. And I went left. And by the time I was turning, I realized that, no, there was a huge blessing at the corner there. And that is why he asked me to go. Because God is not under obligation for you to, to give you details. He told Abraham, get out of your father's house. Get out from this uh, township. Get out from this location to a place that I will show you. Then God trying to work on him a bit. He said, I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to make you great. But he didn't give the details. He didn't say that you are not going to be born now. You are not going to have a child now. He didn't say, Lot at the time will leave you. He didn't give all those details. All that God requires of us. When I instruct you, take it in faith and move. Hallelujah. I see somebody becoming great. Because you have obeyed. You see, there is something known as shortcut. I don't know if it's a good English. But shortcut means <laughs> an easy way to get to a destination. There is a shortcut with God. Amen? The shortcut is hidden in taking the instruction and acting on it. Amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you do not position yourself to be able to receive instructions and act on the instructions, you 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 you'll be on your own. Amen. Yeah, you'll be on your own. So, somebody say preaching. 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 Hallelujah. So I said, I'm talking to you this morning on the blessing of abiding. And when we look at what Jesus in John chapter 15, he, the word abide rolls out in about six verses or four verses, about eight or nine times. It's an emphasis. So the question we need to answer now is, what is abide? What is what? So let's go. The word, the root word abide is minu. When I was trying to title my message, I said, should I call it minu, minu? But whether minu, minu, or abiding, blessing of abiding, the message is still coming forth. So when we talk about abide, we are talking about to remain. When we talk about abide, we are talking about to remain, to abide. In reference to places or place, it means to sojourn, to tarry. It also means not to depart. Please follow me closely. It says to continue to be present. To abide means... To be held or kept continually. In reference to time, to abide means to continue to be. 
not to perish to last to endure now in relation to persons when we say abide it means to survive life in reference to in reference to state or condition to to abide means to remain as one not to become another or different amen praise the lord now as i read I, i'm sure that this is one passage that is very common at least if you have been a christian for one week you should know this <laughs> you, you should know this passage abiding in the vine abiding in the vine blah, 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 blah. there's a song we used to sing like that in the 80s <laughs> hallelujah now when i look at this passage and i look at jesus's preaching I try to ask myself why would Jesus at this point come to tell us abide and he didn't just say it once he didn't just say it twice thrice he said it several times meaning to tell you and I is of great importance because Jesus knows or knew things or knows things that are ahead that we do not know is that not so so when he's telling you abide 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 he's trying to tell you i know something you don't know and the solution to survive what is coming is for you to abide as i was preparing one of the things the lord put on my heart was that if there is anything the enemy wants to do in these times we are living in in these end times is to get you not to abide Not to abide means don't be constant in church. Somebody say you are preaching. I'm preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is coming is something you may not possibly have any idea of. But Jesus said the secret, the root to overcoming that which is coming is for you to learn the abiding principle the abiding culture so when you abide you are obeying instruction and when you obey instruction something will be waiting for you a blessing will be waiting for you amen no worry, I'm coming. I'm getting close. Getting close. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, the question now is, why is Jesus asking us to abide? There are many things that will happen to us that we stand to gain and benefit when we abide. Amen. Now, the first thing I'm going to be talking about is when you abide, it means that you are connected. It means that you are 
you 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 are stable oh am i here when you are connected it means that where you have been placed you remain there oh come on amen and any time you abide you remain you continue you stay attached to the vine you gain the supply of the vine amen so anybody who is not properly attached you stand the chance of losing the supply of the vine somebody say i need a supply i have the supply because i'm connected i'm connected jesus said don't move yourself away from the vine because if you move yourself away from the vine you will start to wither you start to die you start to lose out you start to 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 become something that is not desirable of hallelujah somebody say i'm attached to the vine unmovable unseparable i'm connected to the vine i remain i remain at the vine now when you look at the vine it's a tree jesus said jesus said me i am the tree my father is the one who takes care of the tree and then is responsible but then you who are my followers immediately you decide to become a follower you are <laughs> you have become you have become you have become what is a branch the branch is the fruit bearing part of the tree so if you are a branch it means god is christ is looking up to get himself expressed through you hallelujah that this is one of the reasons jesus said don't make the mistake of detaching yourself remain connected because i have plans in place so i can express myself through you somebody say amen, amen. yeah jesus said we are the branch you are a human being but then because you have become follower of christ he has qualified you qualify what to become a place where he would manifest himself through you if you look at the tree you look at the vine the fruit will never come from its root although the root plays a very important aspect of the vine no the the the, the stem and all the other parts they are not responsible for the fruit that the tree is meant to produce the branches are responsible it means qualification 
So as you sit here and you listen to the word of God, Christ says, I have qualified you so I can express myself through you. My glory must be revealed through you. My glory will come forth. Look, without you, the world will not see the glory of God. You are the pathway for the expression of God's glory. If God wants to demonstrate something, he will look for you. Why? You are the branch. Somebody say, I'm the branch. Somebody say, I'm the branch. When we talk about the branch, we are talking about the place of expression. When we talk about the branch, we are talking about the place of expansion. Amen? The place of revelation. If God wants to reveal things here on the earth, he will look for the branch. Because he's doing it through his son Jesus, his son has connection with all the branches link up with him. Amen? Amen? Yes. And so, the place of the branch is a place of satisfaction, identification, decoration, demonstrations, and a privileged position. Amen. Amen. So, Jesus... If Jesus would have said it, he would say, I'm begging you, don't detach yourself. Remain glued. Remain connected to the vine. Because I know the kind of outcomes that you stand to gain if you remain connected. So he constantly is saying, abide, abide, abide. Amen? Amen. If, you are the, if you are the branches, it means that you know the devil does not like anything good. And I can assure you that the devil would definitely would have desired that you lose your place of the branch. If he has his own way, he would have moved you from that position. But one of the ways to get the blessing of the abiding is to make up your mind to remain. Remain connected so that things that God has in mind for you can flow through you. Amen. Amen. Remain connected. Jesus said it. He made it clear. He said the branch cannot do anything by itself except ye abide. Amen. How do I abide? How do I abide? I must connect myself to anything Christ Hallelujah. <laughs> Anything that has to do with Jesus, I'm there. If it is going the, the streets and preach the gospel, I'm there. If it's bringing souls to church, I am there. If it's getting something, and I love your pastor for this, the way he's bringing you up for you people, everybody must be involved in the house of God. Amen? Amen. I so much appreciate him for that. So if you say I'm connected, these are the things you do. Your prayer life. Your word life. Amen? Amen. There are people amongst us who are not really abiding. They come to check, they dance. They come to check, they, they jump. But when they go back, they mind their own business. Oh, am I here? Amen? Because in the gathering like this, 
in a gathering like this, we must all engage the act of abiding at the personal level. At the what? Get yourself attached to the vine, to the tree. Anything that is Christ, you are interested. Anything that has to do with Jesus, you are interested. Your praying life, your word life, your fellowship life. Amen? When you do all these things, they signal and they point out you doing the abiding engagement. Praise the Lord. Now, when you abide, one of the things that happens to you is that what I've written here in my note, what you get or you spend your time with, you become like that thing. So if you join gossipers, not long, not long, you become one. You see, I've been telling people that if I didn't fornicate at the time I was not married, it is because the friends I was with, they were all people who were serious about God and that they were pursuing holiness. So you are with them. How can you go and mess yourself up? It will not work. You see, so your cleanliness, your righteousness is largely depend on who you are connected to. Who is your friend? Who is your pal? Amen? Look, if you become a fornicator, it is because you have made a fornicator your friend. Amen? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been a pastor for some time now. And I've been born again for some time now. So I know one or two about the church and how behaviors are conducted or happen in the church. Somebody shout amen. amen. The more connected you are, the more you become like the vine. The more connected you are, the more the vine will influence you, will impact you. And this is where I'm going to be preaching. When you are connected to the vine, the vine rubs on you. One day, uh, my wife was in the UK and I was in Ghana. So, for a very long time, we've not met and so we're very eager to meet. Husbands and wives, they understand what I mean. So, I quickly hurry up and I hurried and then joined the plane, went and then and then there was very nice fellowship of Bible studies. It, it's fe- fellowship. Fellowship with the brethren and the sistering. <laughs> so, 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 so when that happened, the following morning, she said to me, the perfume you brought from Ghana is all over me. How come? She did not apply any spray. I did from Ghana. So what happened? It so happened that there was an abiding. And in the space of the abiding, there was a transfer. 
There was a robber. Oh, am I here? Bishop, if you meet a Christian who is not word based or word person, you can know it through their conversation. If you are a word person to us, we are chatting. My, I have two PAs at the church. One is here. I've been doing something to them deliberately. I bring out a verse. I said, as I'm doing what I'm doing, read it to me. So, I did that with them for some time. Then I told them, look, it means you must read the Bible more often. Because if you are not doing it, we will see it. How will we see it? Your conduct. How you go about things. So, Jesus said, abide in the vine. Because it's a privilege for the vine to impact you. To rub on you, to, to, to make out of you something you couldn't make out of yourself. Amen. Amen. So, this issue with my wife, the whole of the day, she said, Piero, the perfume you brought from Ghana is all over me. And that is what happens when we abide. We start to smell like the vine who is the vine jesus on top of that on top of that as we constantly and continuously abide we begin to carry the presence of the vine somebody say presence somebody say presence you see I don't know if you've experienced this, but there are people I meet. It could be pastors, it could be believers. But when you meet them, you see that they carry some presence. Yes. They carry some presence. I remember the first time I met Dr. Maurice Rello, late. I met him in Nigeria. In fact, when I met him together with other believers, because we've gone for the conference and then he was there the first day. When he arrived from the airport, he said, I want to get, I want to see the venue. And at the same time, we had also landed and we went to the venue. So when he walked in, you see that, and that's how it is. When you carry the presence of the vine, you, 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 carry something around you that speaks for you. So, a person who carries the presence of the vine will not go around saying, do you know who I am? The presence will speak for you. When you meet your bishop, does he need to tell you I'm a bishop? No. One day I walk into a meeting. I went to hide at the back. The man of God came from the back and came to say, are you a man of God? Amen? Amen? Are you a man of God? Then he said, I saw you are carrying a Bible. He said, oh, this man too. I've come to hide it. Ladies and gentlemen, God says abide because the benefit of abiding is so enormous that you can't quantify it. Amen? Amen. You know Obedidom. Obedidom got the ark into his house, a representative of the presence. 
And that is what changed the testimony of Obedidom. And David said, look, I'm going back for my team. If you are a carrier of the presence, there are some prayers you may not pray it. There are some prayers that you pray about three hours. It will be three minutes. Amen? Yeah. Carrying the presence puts you in a different space. A space that very little effort much to achieve. Look at Genesis 39. Genesis 39. Genesis. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Genesis what? Alright. Joseph was brought down. You know when Joseph was sold? He was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites which brought which had brought him down either next verse and the Lord was with what? Joseph and the Lord was with what? and the Lord was with what? look if there is something I would plead with you to contend to keep to guard jealously is the presence of God in your life when we talk about the presence of god we have the presence of god where david said wherever i am god is there amen and all of us here we have the presence of god with us it's in us we have the greater one in us is that not so and every one of us we have but you see there is another one that announces <laughs> that announces itself that when you enter a place somebody will just walk to you and say I don't know why I want to do you something good the presence you carry the Bible says that as a, at a certain point in the life of Joseph the Bible says that his boss did not know the things he owned Except the food he eat, he ate. Amen? Amen. Amen. Look, ladies and gentlemen, my ladies, if there is anything you need to fight to keep, is the presence. Let the presence become your trademark, not high heel. High heel is good. I prefer you carrying the presence, and then you add now the high heel now sauce. Carry the presence. Amen? Yeah. Bishop, I have been thinking that a lady should not wear things with an intention to market the shape of his body. Now, if you, if you do that, the danger is that men will look at your body and pursue you. And so, they are not coming to you based on love. They are coming to you based on lust. Presence of God on your life has a way to draw good things. In as much as it may draw 
evil people. Because the scripture says that because of the anointing, the virgins do love you. If you are anointed, virgins will love you. <laughs> One day, I was wondered why a sister was not married. So I was trying to interview her that ah, the men are in the church choose. <laughs> Then, when we, I probed further, then I said, what kind of man are you looking for that you can't find among all the brethren around? Then, then she told me, the kind of person I want is like you. Then I said, then I said, I didn't actually react because, in fact, I, I didn't take negatively what she was saying. Because she's saying that if I get somebody, not you, but if I get somebody with the kind of qualities you carry, it will be fine with me. You see? Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh -huh, that's what it means, so don't take it. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise God. So, a believer who carries the present, you will put yourself in a different category for you not to be toiled with. With things. No, people will not come around you. Come and carry, come and handle you like you are a toy. Amen? I have let me say some of these things, Bishop. See, I, I have been saying that if a man will make advances towards you, look, no man can advance towards you, a lady, if you don't give room. Yes, that is the truth. Because if he, even he has that intention and he gets to you and he knocks on your door and you open the door and he comes in, the way you have sugared your face, he will go back with the words in his mouth back from where he's coming from. But when he gets to you, he says, Oh, echo, no, you have opened the door. And then he will land it. Then you come and say, Ah, go, pa, Ujimi, who's saying? No, you gave the room. Amen. Joseph was a present, present career. To the extent that when he was finally sent to jail, at the place of jail, if you read the Bible, because no time we can't read everything, he says that God was with him. And whatever he made, whatever he did, whatever he handled, prospered. So, in, in, in Jesus' mind, saying that abide, he's saying that this is what you should do and this is what is going to reward in your prosperity. Amen. 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 Get dedicated. This morning, I read a scripture that really shook me. Proverbs 27. I think verse 8. I look at it. 
And so that will mean I'm talking about my last point. As a bird wandered from the nest, so is a man that wandered from his place. Now, when the scripture says his place, it's talking about his niche. It's talking about the place or the space allocated him. Now, if you are the branch, there is a spot allocated to you. There is a place God has connected you. Amen? And it is important not to waver, not to move, but to remain. Because in your remaining means that you have taken a hold of the space given you. Amen? You cannot be made a protocol person and your eyes is on the ushers or your eyes is on those who sing. Amen? Amen. Is this singing you have been committed to? That is your place. That is your need. Stay there and brighten the corner where you are. Amen? Amen. So he says that a bird that wandered from her nest so is like a man that wandered from his place. If you move from your place, you stand the chance of losing many things. One of the things that will happen to you if you are not glued to the space you are given, people will look at you and they will not take you serious. But for you to be taken serious, anytime we see you, we must see you at this is where you belong. This is where you are connected to. Amen? And when you do that, I can assure you, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 20. It says, let every man learn to abide in the core wherein he was called. Amen? Don't move around. Don't leave where you have been. Don't leave your niche. Because that is where you have been giving grace. Amen? Yes. I do, I do, I do preach. But I teach more. And I know that I, my, my grace, one of my grace is the area of teaching. When your pastor came to my church, your bishop came to my church and was teaching, I said, wow. Wow, because he stayed in his niche. He stayed in his lot where God has given him. Amen? Where God gives to you, remain there. Stay there. Are you called to pour water on the bishop's hands? Amen? Yeah. Are you called to clean the pastor's shoes? Don't underestimate anything you do for God or in the house of God. It pays real good. It will pay you. Amen? I've been saying, if not but for God, Jesus in my life, you will never, and I capital, never find me dressed in a suit and tacking nicely like this. No, the reason I'm looking nice in my suit is because Jesus is here. Amen. John 8 and verse 12. John 8 and what? 12. Look at it quickly. 
He says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. When you come to Jesus, a certain light is handed to you. You can see better than those who are not in Jesus. Amen? And this is the light that shone in me. And from that time, this has been the effect. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This morning, I pray for you that you will desire, you will say, you will say, like the scripture says, as the deer panted after the water brooks, so panted my soul after you. Amen. 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 In Psalm 1, he said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, or sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight shall be in the law of the Lord. He meditate day and night. Verse 3, that's what I'm looking at. But he shall be like a tree planted. Can you see a tree moving from one corner of your, your church, outside where a tree is planted there, the next time you come, it has moved to uh, Bishop's car park. That is how it is when you are not constantly connected to the vine. Learn how to remain. He says, shall be like a tree that is planted. You must be planted by the rivers of water and bring it forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The prosperity of the tree is based on where he is planted. Amen? Where are you planted in this church? Where are you located in this church? What assignment have been given to you? What do you do in the house of God? Remain there. Flourish there. Push as much as you can. And you see you prospering in whatever you do. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lift your right hand and say in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father. Open my understanding. Regarding abiding. Order my steps. And help me. To be a good person. When it comes to abiding. Grant me grace. Grant me grace. Grant me light. Understanding. So I can abide. And abide. And abide. So I will read the blessing thereof. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen. I don't know the situation that finds you as I am speaking to you. But there is a need for you to make up your mind. Take a decision. That's one of the prayers I pray this morning. That as I preach, somebody should decide that I am going to remain connected for life. Because you see, if you are not that connected, when the winds blow, when challenges come, you can find yourself trying to decide. Ah, this church crowd that I started attending, I've attended that, I've attended that, I'm not seeing the things the pastor has been saying. No. What you don't know is that 
you will go through things so that you would have been worked on. Amen? Yes. If I tell you some of the things I have been through personally, that forms my decision on many things. So if I see you going through a challenge today, I will confidently tell you, it's just for a time, that one too shall pass. Amen? That is why you must get your foundations well rooted. So that when the challenges come, look, everybody goes through challenge. I had a great man of God recently, a very big man of God. I mean, big is known in the nation. And the, the things I was hearing him say, I said, hey, I thought it was only us who go through that. No, everybody has his share. Don't you see Jesus himself had his share? Jesus had his share. And the only way you will not be pulled out of the congregation is when you have learned how to remain, how to stay. Stay with the brethren. Stay in fellowship. They must look. So some of the things I hear that I am not so happy. That, uh, 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 all my clothes are dirty, so I couldn't come to church. You are not a serious Christian. You are not a, you, you are a joker actually. Yeah. Amen. I see God blessing somebody. I see God, God blessing somebody. I see God lifting up somebody. Because you decided to abide, let the blessing of God speak into your life. Let the blessing of God get himself expressed through you. Somebody say, I am the vine. And you are the branches. I am the, I am the branch. I remain the branch. The fruit bearing part of Jesus Christ. The glory of God, the power of God will be expressed through me. From today, I make myself available that the glory of God will be seen through me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This morning, any challenge you are going through, any challenge you are that is confronting you, lift your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any issue bothering me, any issue that is not allowing me to make advancement today because of God's word, I declare I have power. I have power to overcome. I have power to overrule. I have power. I have power to do exceedingly, abundantly beyond what I am thinking. In the name of Jesus, let grace reign in my life. Let grace work for me. Let grace, let grace speak for me. Let grace make happen that which I can't do for myself. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor. Tell, tell your neighbor, I bless you this morning. Because you have come to church. I bless you this morning because you have chosen to abide we will enjoy the blissfulness of abiding in jesus name give the lord a hand